Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm Dustin Roberts, the outreach minister here on staff. And for the next half hour, I'll also be your host as Rabbi Schneider shows us how to please God. God is always drawing us closer to Him, but so many times the cares of this world keep us distracted and hold us back. But today on the program, Rabbi Schneider reminds us that no matter what's going on in our lives, whether it's fear, stubbornness, or distractions from the enemy, it is possible to please God. And this insightful message about spiritual wisdom comes from our series on apostolic prayers, and it's titled, Learn How to Please God. And here is Rabbi Schneider. As we continue our study today in apostolic prayers, I wanna go directly again to the book of Colossians. We're in chapter one. I focused on verse number nine, our last broadcast in this series. I wanna continue there today. Father, we just pray that you would fill us with all spiritual wisdom and understanding in the knowledge of your will in Yeshua's name. Hear now, beloved one, the word of God and look for application for you because the Holy Spirit is living even as the Holy Spirit moved over the surface of the waters, as we read in the book of Bereshit, Genesis chapter one, verse one, he is still constantly moving over his creation. In fact, the scriptures say that the eyes of the Lord are looking to and fro across the earth, looking for someone that will be wholly devoted to him. So understand that as you and I get into God's word today, God is watching us because he's given us free choice and he's looking for somebody that will sanctify their heart to him in the Holy Spirit so that he can deposit in that one that which he wants to give from the riches of his grace. So get ready now and be prepared for the Holy Spirit to reveal something new and fresh to you. Hear the word of God. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. And that's where I focused on last episode. But I wanna just take a few more minutes before we move on to the next verse because I think that oftentimes we go over scriptures and we just move over them so quickly and we don't really look for some of the deeper understanding and the deeper revelation of what God is really trying to communicate to us through the Word of God. Remember he said the Word of God is living and the very nature of life is it keeps on breathing out newness. It keeps going deeper and further. There's always fresh revelation that you can receive, even from a scripture, as you know, that you have known in the past. And all of a sudden, you've read a scripture, you've read it 20, 30 times before, and all of a sudden it's preached one day or you read it one day and a whole new level of revelation is opened up. So God's gonna do that for you today as we're in his word together. I wanna concentrate on this concept of awareness. Listen to what Paul is saying. I'm praying that you would be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Now, let me ask you, if you are crowned with wisdom and if you are crowned with understanding and if you're crowned with the knowledge of his will, which was what Paul is praying for here, doesn't that mean that you have a certain level of awareness? In other words, that you have an awareness of reality of the way to walk. You have an awareness that allows you to move forward in the light. 
And the reason that I'm focusing on this concept of awareness now is because one of the things that's happening so quickly in society today is that mankind is losing his sense of awareness because he's become so distracted on materialism and so drawn out of himself into the age of modern technology. If you and I are gonna find God in the deepest way so that rivers of living water can well up through us, we're gonna have to spend time disconnected from the world, alone with God, spending time just looking to him, meditating, praying to him, talking to him, so that he can begin to develop within us the sense of spiritual wisdom and understanding and the knowledge of his will. Because if we don't stop and take time to develop a space between the Lord and ourselves where there's nothing distracting us, we're gonna go through life, beloved, and our oars are only gonna be three inches deep in the water. Remember, we read the story in the scripture from the prophet of old. He began to walk into the water. And at first he put his foot in the water from the book of Ezekiel and his toe touched the water. But then he kept on walking in deeper to the water and pretty soon the water had risen to his ankles. And he kept going forward, the vision that Ezekiel saw and the water came to his knees. And as he kept going, the water eventually came all the way up and overflowed and he saw that the water gave life to everything. The point is, beloved, what will you and I do with our lives? Will we waste it pursuing the things of the world or will we develop within ourselves the capacity to receive the deep things of God and like Ezekiel's vision, keep going deeper into the water of God's spirit? You see, we realize that the things of the world cannot satisfy, that there is no life in the things of the world. Eventually, what people have to realize is that true, lasting, divine satisfaction and joy come from entering into the depths of the Spirit. And if you and I are gonna develop this, it's gonna take discipline, it's gonna take work. We're gonna have to make it our intent above all else to develop our relationship with Hashem. Hashem is just a Hebrew way of saying God. Ha means the, Shem means name. So when we say Hashem, we're speaking of the name because God, He has no beginning, He has no end. He's beyond fully knowing because He's greater than we are. I mean, we don't misunderstand, we know Him and we'll know Him in the depths of our being, but we'll never know all that He is because He's unlimited. God is unlimited. That's why the angels in heaven in Isaiah 6, they keep on falling before the throne of the Lord. Holy, holy, holy. And the reason that they're doing that is because they keep on getting hit with the new wave of God's glory. And every time they get hit with a new wave of his glory, it overwhelms them. It's so fresh. It's a brand new thing. God is always a brand new thing. He's eternal life. And so I'm trying to encourage us today, once again, to think in the spirit that the things that we see are just temporal. But if we pursue the things of the spirit, if we understand that God was manifested in the flesh as Yeshua, and that his purpose is to bring us into the realm of the spirit, not to stay in the flesh, not to worship images, not to worship doctrine, not to worship our own church culture, not to worship the Christian culture, but to pursue God, to go beyond the culture that we're living in. Even if you're a solid Christian in the church, God wants to bring you, like Abraham, into a new place. Where's the new place? It's a new place in Him. 
and there's always a new place on him. We're on a voyage, we're on a journey, and we're continually gonna go deeper into the realms of the spirit, into eternal life as we put him first, leave everything else behind to keep on pursuing him, to gain all the wisdom and knowledge and spiritual understanding that's necessary for us to truly, beloved, know God and to know eternal life. Oftentimes I say, Lord, cleanse me of all religiosity. I say, Lord, cleanse me of every religious thing that I'm doing, every religious thing that I'm saying that's just baggage. In other words, I think that the way that people walk today as Christians sometimes, it doesn't fully look like the way that Jesus walked. In other words, we have this Christianese language that we say sometimes, you know? A lot of people say the word amen, and it's just a filler language. When they say it out of nervous energy, or they just say it to fill the space. And we have all these religious terms that we say, and, and it's just like, Lord, cleanse me of all that. I don't wanna be bound by my culture. I don't wanna be bound by the flesh. I wanna enter into the spirit. I wanna know you, Jesus, in spirit and in truth. Even as Jesus said, he said, those that worship the Father will worship him in spirit and in truth. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus and Rabbi will be right back. If you're looking to better equip yourself in your study, pursuit and growth in Jesus the Messiah, be sure to go online and explore our treasury of Messianic content. You'll find Messianic teaching tools and videos, information about God's seven annual feasts, the Hebrew names, titles of God, and so much more. This content is ready and available for you today online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. At the core of everything we do at Discovering the Jewish Jesus is our commitment to declare the whole counsel of God's Word from start to finish. In fact, Rabbi's unique way of connecting the Old and the New Testaments has helped people all over the world to understand the Bible with fresh eyes. To join us in this work of God, give a donation online today at discoveringthejewishjesus.com or call 800-777-7835. And now here is Rabbi Schneider. So let's continue on wisdom and understanding. What do we need to do? We need to leave where we're at. We need to be willing to be like Abraham. Wherever you're comfortable in your life right now, you need to be willing to let that go, to move out where the Spirit is leading you, to enter deeper into God. And as we do, we're gonna gain more knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding. Now, Paul says that this goal of wisdom and understanding, he says is that we would walk in verse 10 in a manner worthy of the Lord. This is something else that is in the way in our lives. We wanna own our lives. We wanna be able to choose what we want. We'll let God in in some areas, but so oftentimes we reserve other areas as kind of off limits for God. Lord, I'll yield to you here, but don't talk to me about what's going on in this part of my life. As long as we have those boundaries between the Holy Spirit and ourselves, we're never gonna be able to go as deep into God as he's drawing us into because our rebellion, our refusal, our fear, our stubbornness, our saying no to him will keep us from being able to flow with the Ruach HaKodesh, with the Holy Spirit into the depths of his heart. So Paul says, I want you to have spiritual wisdom and understanding and the knowledge of his will. And then he says in verse 10, so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord to please him in all respects. In other words, the goal for you and I is to please the Lord. 
If we're keeping control, if we're keeping possession, if we're unwilling to yield and let go, we're never gonna get to where we wanna be, and most importantly, to where God wants us to be. We have to come to the place by the grace of God, beloved one, when we recognize that we have no choice. We're not our own. The Bible says we don't belong to ourselves, We belong to King Yeshua, to Jesus that died and rose on our behalf. Therefore, we need to reckon ourselves dead to sin and alive to God. The point is, is that until you and I, by the grace of Hashem, by the grace of God, come to a place in our life where our will is surrender to Him, that the focus and the aim and the goal of our life is to please Him, where we've let go of all the things that we've hung on to that we didn't surrender to Him, until we get to that place, we're never going to be able to fly and swim in the Holy Spirit, in the rivers of living water, in the deep places of eternal life. And so, again, there's a challenge here for us. And if you look around, you know that it's true. You see it in the culture, and it's true in your own heart in some areas, even as it is mine. Areas in our life that we're not willing to let go of and surrender to God. Maybe it's because of fear. Maybe we just don't trust Him with something. We don't trust Him with our finances. We don't trust Him with our health. We need to trust God. We need to let go. We need to believe, God, I believe that you are And I believe that you're so intimately involved in my life, you're closer to me than my own breath, that your very spirit is sustaining every cell of my body, that I was conceived in you, that you're the one that brought me forth, that you're lovingly taking care of me every day of my life. I believe that you're real. I believe that you love me. So Father, I'm gonna trust you with everything. I'm gonna let go of everything. No matter what happens, I'm gonna trust you. You know, I just was uh, on a trip recently and I was uh, driving down this road. The potholes in the road were deep. So I'm driving down this road and there's no one in this area. I'm in the middle of uh, Colorado. And I'm thinking, man, this would be a, a scary place to get a flat tire, what would I do? Well, you know what happened? Sure enough, in the middle of the road, I got a flat tire. But you know what I did when I got a flat tire? I said, Baruch Hashem, which is Hebrew for bless the Lord. Father, I receive this from your hands. I believe, Father God, that everything is from you or you're causing everything to work for good. That no matter what happens to me, you're gonna cause it to work for good. And that a lot of things that happen to me that I don't even think are you actually are you because you've got a purpose in mind that's bigger than I can see. It might be concealed right now, but you've got a purpose of light to bring forth from it. So here I was alone on the road in a rental car, had to find everything, you know, I was missing even a piece of the jack, but I just said, Baruch Hashem, bless the Lord. Father, you're with me. There's a purpose in this. I'm gonna give you glory in this. I'm gonna thank you for this because the Bible says, give thanks to God in all things for this is his will for you in Christ Jesus. So Father, I'm gonna rejoice right now. Believe you're doing something good from it. That's the way, beloved. God wants you and I to live our lives. This is part of having the wisdom and understanding that we need that Paul speaks of in verse nine to walk in his will and to please him. So you see, I had the wisdom and the understanding to recognize that all things come from Hashem, come from God, 
And at the very least, he can use all things for good. So to thank him for all things according to the word of God. I had that wisdom, I had that understanding. So when it got time to change that flat tire, I was able to give him thanks in a difficult situation, thereby pleasing him. So listen how we put it together again. Paul says, for this reason in verse number nine, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and ask that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. So I had the wisdom and understanding to understand that everything comes from God, or at the very least, he can use all things to cause good to come forth from it. Even the world was birthed out of darkness, right? There was darkness before there was a world. So everything that we go through, the times that seem full of light and the times that have darkness, we can thank God, knowing he brings forth light from them. So then I thanked him, and you know what I was able to do in that process, beloved? I was able to bring joy to his heart because I trusted him. So with the wisdom and the understanding, we're able to walk in his will, and in walking in his will, we're able to please him in all respects. So once again, Paul prays, I pray that you'd be filled with all wisdom and understanding and the knowledge of his will, so you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord and please him in all respects. This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. The wisdom of God. You can trust him today. He'll give you wisdom for the next trial you faced. The wisdom of God, he imparts what we need Amen. to receive that he's right there with you. Right, you know, some things God uses, but everything can be used for good. Amen. And when Moses prayed to God, Father, he said, God, show me your glory. And God told Moses to go stand in the cleft of the rock as he called upon the name of the Lord. And the Lord showed up and the Lord proclaimed his name over Moses and said, I am, he said, compassionate and gracious. Mm. And those words that we translate in English as compassionate and gracious come from the Hebrew word rachum. And the Hebrew word rachum comes from a mother's womb. Wow. And when you think about being in a mother's womb, you're safe. Yeah. And so God wants us to understand that we're still safe in Him. Amen. Even as we were safe in our mother's womb, Amen. hun, we're safe in Him in this world, even when we're facing so much evil yes. and darkness. Wow, wow, that is so true. And I know you've told me the vision God gave you in the past of experiencing God in like an egg. Mm -hmm. And that's like a womb is like true. an egg of waters, living waters all around that baby. And that's who we are. We're just surrounded by the living waters of God mm. as we've come into him through Jesus, through Yeshua and his blood sacrifice. We are truly protected in that womb of God. Amen. And babe, just thinking about being in God's womb, I wanna thank the Lord for you because God's used you in my life to put me in the womb of his love. And Praise he, he uses other people to surround us with his love and his Amen. presence. Amen. We say to you today in closing, beloved ones, Baruch Hashem, bless the name of the Lord and all God's best to you in your life. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And to learn more about who Jesus is, please visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And when you let us know that you've made the decision to receive salvation from God our Father, we'll send you two books for free. Simply fill out the decision form on our Find Jesus page and let us know that you're a new believer. And then if you'd like to go deeper in your study of this important teaching on prayer, 
prayer, let me invite you to take a few moments to explore all the resources and study tools we have available online. This content has been designed to take you deeper in your faith and to help you discover how you can share the good news of Jesus with others. But we couldn't do it without the faithful support of our friends. And these daily programs and resources are made possible in part because of listeners just like you. And to share his thoughts with us for just a moment, here is Rabbi Schneider once again. We've been talking a lot from the book of Colossians about having a spirit of wisdom and understanding. The Bible tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And when I think about fearing God, one of the areas that strikes me is, am I willing to honor the Lord with my finances? Now, I know some are probably objecting. Well, as believers, we don't have to fear the Lord. I'm talking about having a holy reverence for God and treating Him as holy. When we treat God as holy in our life, we're gonna put him first in our finances. Beloved, I just wanna ask you, if you believe that I'm authentic, that this ministry's authentic, that it's helping you, I wanna ask you to open your heart to the Holy Spirit and allow him to speak to you regarding sowing a financial gift into this ministry so that we can continue to do the work that God's calling us to do. When you sow your financial gifts into discovering the Jewish Jesus, you're gonna reap a reward from all the fruit that this ministry's gaining. Thank you and shalom. We've made it easy to give a gift of any amount by going online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And if God is calling you to become a monthly partner this year, then please sign up right now. You can also call 800-777-7835. And as our way of saying thank you for your generous financial gifts, we'll send you Rabbi Schneider's message of the month that's available as a digital download, along with our current newsletter, and for our new monthly partners, we'll also send you a special gift of appreciation, an authentic shofar that's been custom handcrafted in Israel. Discovering the Jewish Jesus has taken the steps to make sure that Rabbi's uncompromising teaching is available 24-7, not only over the airwaves, but also on our website and our podcast too. So if you'd like to learn more about this ministry, or if you'd like to learn about all the ways that you can listen and connect with us, visit us online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And if you find you have some extra time this week, feel free to connect with us. We want to hear from you. Send us a letter in the mail at Discovering the Jewish Jesus, P.O. Box 777, Blissfield, Michigan, 49228. And right now, let's wrap up today's message on learning to please God with a special blessing. Here is Rabbi Schneider. The words from the ironic blessing in the book of Numbers chapter 6 verses 22 through 27 helps us to realize how good God is to you and I personally. So receive his blessing into your life and then beloved one, go bless somebody else in Jesus name today. Yavah Yahweh Yair Yahweh Panavelecha Vihunecha Isa Yahweh Panavelecha Veasem 
bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. Let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. That's discoveringthejewishjesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. Connecting with Discovering the Jewish Jesus has never been easier. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Join us tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider helps us discover the true voice of God. That's coming up Thursday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.